Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Alongside former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Very excited to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. We're happy to be joined by NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly after the NHL announced yesterday its return to play format with 24 teams in the postseason, including the Blues as one of the four teams that will be playing in a round robin. Bill, let's start there with that round robin idea. What ultimately led you guys to that? That is the decision of the top four teams in each conference playing in a round robin. Uh, first of all, I'm happy to be with you guys. Thanks for thanks for having me, and uh, I'm happy to to be back. <laughs> um, the uh, the answer to that question is um, it really became essential once we were looking at uh, going into a play-in format. Um, that we had to create some type of opportunity for the clubs who would have buys in that format uh, to have some competitive games under their belt uh, before going into a playoff situation. Um, That was made clear to us. Well, first of all, one of the things we focused on initially, uh, but it was really driven home to us uh, by the players on our resumption of play committee, um, that, uh, you know, if, if we want to go a, a, a kind of play-in qualifying round um, um, mechanism, we needed to find ways to get the other teams playing meaningful games. Uh, and that's really the genesis of the, of the uh, round robin. Now, Bill, the, the format itself, uh, look, I'm a fan of it. I think that the NHL and the Players Union have done a fantastic job of creating a solution in unique times, and I think it's a, a great job. So for you and everybody behind it, job well done. Um, now, further to that, how how quickly was this format come to to fruition? When the Players Union and you guys got together, how quickly was that process to get to this? That's a great question, and I would say the, the whole concept, I mean, we did really, and I think I talked to you guys about this previously, we really did consider every possible uh, return-to-play format that could have existed, um, including almost going full full circle. We, we uh, you know, the commissioner and I, when we first thought about this, uh, we, we thought about a, a potential for a 24-team format um, and then as it looked like we had a little more time in the summer with the Olympics being postponed and, and not knowing what the future looked like, um, we started thinking more uh, in depth about returning to some regular season games, either partial regular season games 
uh, or even uh, potentially trying to finish out the regular season schedule uh, before bringing on a playoff format. Um, and then we had uh, various discussions with the resumption play committee and the players. Um, and, you know, we talked about all those different possibilities. And, and ultimately, they came back with, you know, the concerns about being away from their families in, in hub cities, being isolated to a certain extent, and, and, and maintaining kind of healthy conditions for the players and club staff and, and league staff. And I think we jointly came to the conclusion that, um, as long as we can keep intact the integrity of the playoff format, uh, we should be trying to come up with something uh, where we could get the players in and we could get them out uh, and finish the season in as efficient a way as possible. And uh, so we, we got back to this one. We got back to this format. NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. You mentioned the hub cities, Bill, and I know you guys didn't announce any of them yesterday, but you did talk about the 10 that are still under consideration. St. Louis not included in that mix. I'm curious, and I know a lot of our audience was curious as well, what was it that St. Louis didn't provide that you guys are looking for in the criteria for what a hub city will ultimately bring for the NHL? Well, I'll start with saying that uh, obviously we love St. Louis and we love St. Louis as an event market uh, as, you know, the last couple of years uh, kind of demonstrate with uh, with the All-Star Game and before that the Winter Classic. Um, and and quite frankly, we, we love working with the Blues, Chris Zimmerman and his group. They're, they're always uh, very easy for the league to work with. Uh, for this particular, um, um, the criteria we were looking for for this particular hub city concept, um, th- a lot of it was kind of health-related, bubble-related, uh, proximity, um, uh, you know, overall health condition in the marketplace. And Los St. Louis uh, presented good options in a lot of those categories. At the end of the day, if you stack them up uh, against some of the other uh, cities we were looking at, um, they they had some drawbacks in, in some of those areas. Nothing specific, nothing I could uh, really single out for you. Uh, we just felt from an overall health perspective, uh, health and safety perspective, that there, uh, there are better options out there. Are you thinking like hotels there, like proximity to um, Enterprise Center and those sorts of things of actually quarantining the players? Yeah, that's a good example. All right, Bill, we talk about the, the hub cities, and now you guys have narrowed down to a group that were presented yesterday. Ultimately, and I know you, you haven't had the final discussion on this, but ultimately, in a perfect world, how many hub cities are we looking at here to get through this playoffs, these play-ins, and finish out the season? So the way we have it drawn up right now, we are looking at two hub cities. Uh, one for the participating Eastern Conference clubs and one for the participating Western Conference clubs. Uh, we're looking at bringing in all those clubs um, in each conference to, to their respective hub city uh, in time for them to, to play a couple exhibition games to, again, get some competition under their belt before the, the tournament starts. Um, and then the way we have it uh, lined up, obviously, you know, uh, sheets of practice ice are, are important to accommodate 12 teams and that was one of the considerations and is one of the considerations uh, we have to be mindful of as we approach this Uh, but the way we have originally drawn this up and again this is subject a little bit to change now that the players are evaluating uh, different aspects of the proposal Um, but with a uh, with a five game play in 
uh, followed by a five-game best-of-five first round and best-of-five second round. We we could complete essentially the first half of the playoffs in in uh, under 30 days, uh, which would mean that if 24 teams are participating, we get 20 of those teams home. Uh, and the players back to their families within months' time, um, which uh, again serves the benefit of efficiency and, and uh, prioritizing the health and safety of the people involved in this. Uh, so that was uh, kind of the current mindset um, when we when we drew up this plan. As I said, the, the, the players are evaluating whether uh, they would prefer. Uh, typical and traditional best of seven series in the first two rounds, and we're respectful of their process in terms of getting back to us on that. Now, Bill, uh, I noticed there's a couple of Canadian cities on this short list, and um, I know that yesterday um, the athletes were deemed to be essential workers. How does that change things moving forward if the NHL was, let's say, wanting to put one of these hubs in, like, the city of Toronto? Well, one one of the things that, uh, you know, obviously we've been in touch with the federal governments both in the United States and in Canada, and I, I would uh, uh, give a lot of credit to both uh, governments in terms of being mindful uh, of some of the issues we were facing as a international sports league with, uh, with players from all different countries uh, and the existing travel restrictions uh, both into the United States but also into Canada. Uh, and I think in both countries, we uh, the government was receptive in, in terms of looking at foreign foreign professional athletes uh, as being exceptional in terms of their ability to travel into the country. So we uh, don't believe we face any barriers to getting players back into uh, the country in which their home team plays. Um, where we have a continuing obstacle and hurdle uh, is in Canada uh, and each of the three Canadian cities we're currently considering because in Canada there is a federally mandated 14-day quarantine period uh, for players or for players for people entering the country um, and in the hub city concept in particular if we were to pick a Canadian city uh, and we wanted to, you know, transfer 10 teams at the end of training camp into Canada. Uh, it wouldn't be feasible for us to use a Canadian city as a hub city if they had a, if those 10 teams or 11 teams or whatever the number is have to quarantine for two weeks. Um, so that's something we're currently in discussions uh, with the Canadian government on. Uh, again, not looking for the repeal uh, of that uh, health provision. Um, that's been in their Quarantine Act for some time now um, and has been enforced very strictly. What we're looking for is a kind of a positive interpretation that that quarantine can be served uh, by players given uh, the nature of the bubble will be building around them, uh, both from where they're coming and where they're going to. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're still in discussions on that issue. Final question for NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. I wanted to ask you, last time we talked with you, we talked about the salary cap, and certainly here in St. Louis, we're very interested in that for Alex Petrangelo's future here with the Blues. Will the 24-team format, having more teams involved in the playoffs, will that affect potentially the salary cap moving forward? What's the latest on that situation? I don't think one is directly related to another. Obviously, our ability to play out uh, the playoff uh, format that we've outlined yesterday and award a Stanley Cup 
uh, certainly preserves uh, a lot of revenue in the uh, 1920 season and should help with respect to HRR calculations and the like. Uh, but I think, it, you know, given where we are and given the, the, uh, the fact that we're not going to have fans in the stadium or the, the arena is most likely uh, during this playoffs, and we don't know uh, precisely when uh, they'll be reintroduced uh, at NHL games, uh, I think the salary cap uh, in the short term is going to be a product of, of a negotiation between the, the players and, and the clubs and the league. Um, and you know we have those those discussions are ongoing. We've uh, we forged a very good relationship and, and working uh, uh, relationship with the players' association during this time period. Uh, everybody's aware of the issues and what we're dealing with, and and uh, to this point, everybody's been rowing in the same direction. He's Bill Daly. He's the NHL Deputy Commissioner after the league announced yesterday its return to play format with 24 teams. Bill, we know you are unbelievably busy right now, so we hugely appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come on with us here in St. Louis. All the best to you, and thanks so much for doing what you can to make sure that we get to watch hockey moving forward. Brandon, Jamie, thanks to you guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. That's Bill Daly joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. A lot to react to there. Um, I thought it was interesting, specifically with the Hub City. I know that's a question that a lot of our audience has been asking over the last 24 hours since this has been introduced. We'll talk about that a little bit on the other side. Plus, there's still a negotiation to be had. But I'm very optimistic about the NHL's ability to get that negotiation done. We'll get into all of that on the other side as we cross things over with the Fastlane on 101 ESPN.